Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soccer Crush. Did you know we have a book club? I don't. I don't do. know if we've ever mentioned it. Have you guys have you guys heard of our book club? Just once. Okay. So we just had a pretty awesome discussion about soccer and sun and shadow. We learned a lot. It was great. But you can sign up from the link in our Twitter, which you should be following if you're not by now. Our next book is Learning America. We haven't figured out a date yet, so you have plenty of time to join and let us know if you have any questions. And thank you for listening. We couldn't do it without you and we wouldn't want to. So if you have the time, please like and rate our podcast wherever you get them. We would appreciate it. Yeah. You know who asked for the link for book club for their wife? I, I saw. Your best friend. My best friend, Drunken Cruiser. I saw that there is a new Twitter account about mm-hmm. yeah. for TK. Yes. yes, he did say that anything is fair game if it's on the internet. So okay. I took that to heart and decided. It's on the internet. So you made one create uh, another TK. <laughs> so. Is this TK a fan of FC Cincinnati? No. Um, currently, they're a fan of all things crew, Josh Williams, and Arsenal, but we'll see what help happens over time. Oh, I think TK also likes um, cooking, so I think he might need to get into some mm-hmm. food blogs. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Story. But no, he took some screenshots of my, uh, uh, of my Instagram story of the stadium and then made fun of our attendance so well if it, <laughs> i don't know how good of a revenge it is you guys know i'm not very good at that sort of thing so i think you are you are a lot more savage than you give yourself credit for you're kind of diabolical. that means a lot coming from you thank you it's fantastic and hilarious and if it's on the internet i guess it's free game he played a stupid game and he's winning a stupid prize (laughs) i'm proud of you beth thank you i think you should just infiltrate i think you should go follow whoever real tk is following and then everybody gets confused and they don't know which tk is who you could even update his uh profile to say oh my old account got hacked this is my new one follow me That's a great idea. You should totally do that. And make sure, like, if he updates his picture, you update your picture. It should look exactly the same. Yeah. That's a great idea. Brilliant. Great idea. Wow. I have plenty of time to play around with that. In the meantime, can I ask you a rapid fire? Yes, yes please. Um, what was the best food on your trip to Tampa Bay? So glad you asked. That was going to be my rapid fire question. Do you want to go first? Uh, Red has some input on that. Um, best food that we had was, I think, Bodega. Oh, yeah. Bodega. It was so good. Mike Pendleton suggested it. We not only had it once the first day we were there, but we had it twice. We wow. took it back to the hotel to eat it in bed. Yeah. It was so good. It was good. so good. But we had so much good food. Um, Casita Tacaria was, mm-hmm. was incredible. Bats um, was really good. Everything at Saturday Morning Market was delicious. Mm-hmm. The um, hotel next to us, the Hollander, their restaurant was incredible. Yeah. We um, went there like twice. We went there for twice. dinner one night and then breakfast the next day. Yeah. It was, it was really good. So good. We ate so much food. Yeah. But my second favorite meal from vacation was Larry's. And I just want to thank Abby for introducing <laughs> me to Larry's in Enterprise, Alabama. It yeah. fundamentally changed who I am as a person. It was it's the third so thing on this vacation to change me. 
was... I forgot you were going to Alabama too until I saw your pictures visiting Birmingham Legion. Yeah, we we stopped to see my family, and then on the way out, we were driving through Birmingham anyway, so we figured we'd stop at the team store, and everybody there was so nice. Um, I don't think they expected anyone to come in; like we definitely surprised <laughs> them, and but they were so cool. So and then we bought like two hundred dollars worth of stuff. Yeah, we totally did. Um, the hoodie I got there is like my favorite hoodie. They only had it in 2XL and I got it because I wanted it. And it is so soft. It's lightweight. It's, it's my new favorite hoodie. I love it. I got a Rowdy's hoodie. Yeah, me too. I really love, but I love my Legion one. I just got two, um, Rowdy's t-shirts from, um, Casey's, uh, Etsy shop. Nice. Aww, we <laughs> they're in the dryer right now i just washed them after i i wore mine mm-hmm. i wore mine I, while i was there yeah i wore mine too um seems to have gotten away with the aaron billion yeah entry I, yeah i i have the aaron gian uh, not explain it when i rub my, yeah. <laughs> my hands like this i knew exactly what you, you know, meant yeah i did the same thing face on the yeah <laughs> I highly suggest anybody that is looking for great Rowdy's gear, go check out Dan and Casey's Etsy shop. Cathedral clothing. Cathedral. Cathedral. Drow. Like. Drow. Outline. Like outline. Um, My rapid fire is if you could have any player pet sit for you while you're on vacation, who would you pick? Kai Havertz. Yeah. He loves animals. A good choice, and I love him. Who would you pick, this Gina? Is, oh, I don't know. This hmm. is really hard for me to say after this past weekend, but I would pick Sun from the Spurs. Um, he seems delightful. I feel like he would do really well with Red. Um, she, you know, she doesn't like many men, but she likes Glenn, and I feel like you know he might have that same energy. Yeah, I would not pick Harry Kane. No, no, absolutely not. But. I I think I would pick Mo. Mo already has cats. I feel like he has the routine down. He would make sure they were living very luxurious lives. Oh yeah. Soaps. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I think Minnie would like Mo. Only the finest catnip. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, what is your rapid fire? I was going to um, be it was going to be like what's the best food you've had in the last week so that we could talk about bodega, but I ruined it. No, you didn't ruin it. You just asked it before I could. Great minds think alike. So um, my rapid fire will be, Beth, did you watch the finale to Moon Knight? I haven't watched Moon Knight yet. I know. I I would like you to. I'm like working my way through a few shows that I've been meaning to watch. I just watched um, Heartstopper, which is adorable. Please watch it. What is Um, that? So cute. It's based on a young adult, like graphic novel. Um, just it's about two kids in high school and falling in love and it's queer and beautiful and adorable and yeah okay that's everything. great characters love it all right so beth do you have a headline i don't this is where you can surpass me trisha okay well you can share my headline um it's fcc question mark winning question mark streak question mark the it's answer not, is yes. It's not a headline that I saw in those exact words, but we won three in a, in row. a row. That's a streak. And that's 
the headline. We're not the worst team. We're not. If I'm remembering this right, but I feel like the Inquirer has a headline that has it. It's like they were on the front page of CC and then it says something like something is happening. And I feel like there should be a question mark at the end of that. But it was something like that. That's probably not exactly it. But what do you think the magic is from this this FCC team that we're seeing? It has to be the coaching. I think that I mean, that's the biggest game changer. Not only did Newton and we got a new you know, general uh, manager, but um, he brought in his own, I mean, all the coaching staff pretty much changed over. So I think that that has been the biggest difference maker. We still love you, Yohan. We miss you. Yes, of course. Of course. And Jack just doesn't a fit. And, and that's okay. And that's okay. But um, I think he, he's using the players that we have in different ways. Cause we, I mean, there, we got to have a, what, a, just a few new players right now. I don't even hate Powell right now. Yeah. I know. I could name 12 players. I found that out oh, yeah, we on our road him. trip. I was like, how many players can I name unprompted from the roster? And I could get 12. She got more when I prompted a couple. You did, you did, you did a good job. I did 12. You uh, did however, I also listed all of the Chelsea's men's team by number in order. So that's where... That's, that's where we are. That's very impressive. Yeah, that's where we are. Uh, speaking of Chelsea, my headline is that the Chelsea Women's Club beat the Man United Women's Club 4-2 for the Women's Super League title. It's their third consecutive. Um, it is their fourth in five years. And Chelsea has a fantastic women's club. And I think it was very important during this ownership transition that whoever was going to own Chelsea was still going to keep investing into the women's game. And, and thankfully they have that commitment to the women's team and to Emma Hayes and, and all these fantastic uh, lady players who are just kicking ass. I love Emma Hayes. I trust her with my life. I would trust her to watch my cats. That's fair. I don't know if she'd want to, but if she did. Yeah. Um, Do you have a favorite match since we've last recorded? Um, probably the last FCC match in the, the home match. Although the last one on TV where Brandon scored in stoppage time was incredible. But um, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> so, um, but the one at TQL, I mean, that was a great, it was a great night. Um, we didn't have to interact with any of the people around us. Um, so no one asked if you knew anything about soccer. Yeah, no, one, no one asked what we knew about soccer, tried to test our knowledge. Um, and it was nice weather and they played really well. It was just fun. There were goals. Who could ask for anything more? Uh, who was the most handsome, Beth? Oh, I mean, probably Brandon Vasquez. He's very handsome. Yeah. Only because Matarita wasn't there. Oh my God. He's so handsome. Or he was, you know, he was in stands or whatnot, but. I know both of those players. That's on my list of 11 or 12. Yeah, uh, it was fun. You know what happened, though? I, I don't think I told you guys this. Is It was it was Star, Star Wars night because it was May the 4th. And um, I think it was, was it Baji? After the game was over, I think it was him. Baji came and traded his game-worn jersey for someone's lightsaber. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. We were like trying to figure out if he was just like giving this person his jersey, and instead it seemed he was brokering an exchange. Deal. He was bartering. 
He was. He was. I love him. I don't know that I have anything that I like take to a match that I could exchange for a jersey. Not a sweaty jersey. I'd be like, can you wash this first? <laughs> a rally towel, but those are a time of test. And they're, they're, I, I need them because they're hiding my water bottle that I'm not allowed to bring in. So <laughs> That's you were the queen of sneaking things into stadiums. Yeah, I got a collapsible water bottle and it's a game changer. Good. Um, my favorite match since we last recorded was the one that we saw in real life, which was Yay. Rowdies and San Diego Loyal and Alling Stadium. Even though they lost, it was an incredible game. It was an incredible experience. Um, Seba broke his scoreless streak and is back to his magic and his scoring goals and will continue to score goals. We put it out there. Um, it was so much fun. It was, it was incredible being part of the pregame show and, um, and hanging out so with much. Matt and, and meeting so many fantastic people. And I miss you, Bennett. Yes. Uh, the, the atmosphere though at Alang is, you can't capture it on TV. And I thought I knew what I was getting into, but it was so much more fun than that. And it was so much more intimate and they really have just an incredible thing going there. Um, it reminded me everything that I love about USL soccer and Landon Donovan was there and I, we yeah. got to make fun of Landon Donovan. Yes. <laughs> and we did. And it was great. And, um, it was just, it was awesome to be part of that. And to be somewhere that's not your hometown, like I feel like FCC has to accept us because we live here and it's like, well, mm-hmm. you're mine. So, um, but they were just, everyone was really great. We met a lot of our Twitter followers and they were awesome. Yes. It was a great night. I have to say like special thank you so, so much. Um, Mitch and Brett and Mike and Bennett and Issa and Issa and Andrew and and Matt and our VP of social media, the pod daughter. Um, they just went above and beyond and were so great hanging out with us and being so helpful and being available if we needed anything. Like I we talked about it so much, like I can't wait to go back. Um, but it's a great group of people and and I would be amiss to not thank them profusely. And for Connor Antley for sticking his head in before the, the pregame show and yes. had 15 minutes before his set piece meeting, which apparently are things. Thing. Um, just, you yeah. know. So we you know. saw this Instagram video. I, we need to share this story. And it's this guy on Instagram saying, if a man is wearing a chain, he's a hoe. And when Connor <laughs> Antley poked his head in, we immediately looked at each other and we were like, he he's got a chain. He's a hoe. So we're <laughs> going to be brainstorming a new segment. About, do, they, do they wear a gold chain? Do we get gold chain vibes from them? And we're going to figure something fun out to do there. And we have a guest coming up who I think might be able to help us. I agree. We should probably I'm stick excited. around. Should we talk some tactics? Oh my gosh. We, have oh, so, yeah, we learned so break. many new tactics. We learned a lot of new tactics. We can't wait to share it with you, Beth. Yeah. We can't wait. Yeah, we'll be back. (laughs) You guys, that was the best tactics break that we've ever had. Men would learn so much from us if only we would share our knowledge. It's true. (laughs) Those Florida tactics. We're going to gatekeep them. Yeah, we brought back so many tactics.
Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Sunshiny Florida, we have a Sunshiny Florida guest with us. Um, Morgan, we're so happy to have you with us and hanging out. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> exciting. I um, It's always fun for me when we meet like our Twitter friends in, in Zoom real life. Um, <laughs> but we, we can't wait to hear your soccer love story. You do so much. And we would love to know, how did you get into this? Where does your love come from? Yeah, so um, I was born and raised in South Jersey, and it's a huge soccer hub. Um, I didn't play soccer until middle school, but I was around for the 2010 World Cup, sorry, 2011 Women's World Cup when Carly Lloyd was on the scene, and she's from the town next to me. So I was like, hey, this South Jersey girl is cool. And I got really into watching the World Cups. I loved watching international soccer, the women's national team, because they're just so badass. And sorry, can I curse? Oh my god! Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I was like, I need to need to watch this. So I started watching it. I knew there was MLS teams. I knew there was American soccer teams, but I didn't know how to put it on TV, and especially because there was like really no broadcast rights. Um, Still up in the air, but. So yeah, so I started following the Philadelphia Union when I was in high school. Actually, an ex of mine introduced me to them. So that's the only good thing that came out of that relationship. Um, (laughs) And it ended up sparking my whole love of the game. I started going to all the games when I was a senior in high school. And then when I went to college, I was like, I'm not staying away from sports and photography. I was actually going to school for something else. Um, But when I decided to change my mind and go to sports communications, I reached out to Bethlehem Steel, which used to be in USL Championship, and I became their photo intern. And because of that summer of my freshman year of college, it was also a World Cup. So I got to be really involved in different watch parties at the Union Bethlehem Steel hosted. I got to just be involved in the soccer scene in a way I'd never seen before. And just getting to know players' personalities through my lens and then from meeting them because they got comfortable around me is literally the best thing that's ever come out of the sport for me. It's just like getting to know these people who I idolized on the field for so long. Um, and then getting to meet new faces all the time, just because we all love soccer is like the best thing ever. I love the soccer community. It's such a fun, organic way to meet people with similar interests. A hundred percent. Um, who, which player that you shot do you think is the most photogenic where you're like the camera freaking loves you? (laughs) This is really hard. I've shot so many different teams over the years. Um, it's also what I like to shoot. Um, Mark McKenzie with the Philadelphia Union, who's now at Gank and with the men's national team, he always has a way of knowing where the camera is. He knows his angles. He's always posing for you. Um, and then who else is huge? I guess probably at the Rowdies, at least. Um, Leo always has a way of like looking good in pictures and I don't understand because like, if you know, most soccer players, they don't look good when they're playing, but he somehow always like has a good look on his face. Same thing it with Seba. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm just like, what are with you? Are you guys not working hard enough because you look so good still? But, um, it's like the guys who have bigger personalities and who are comfortable in front of the camera are the ones who obviously get the best photos because they're just natural mm-hmm. in front of it. Um, anyone with a great smile is always really good. There's a guy called Fabinho, not the Fabinho in England. It's a, a Brazilian Fabinho who used to play for the union. He had like the best smile in the world. And like, he was always eager to be in front of the camera and laughing and goofing off. So there's been a lot of them over my times. Well, you capture a lot of magic 
And thank you. You You bring a lot of joy to our life, particularly one um, golden hour picture of Sebastian Guanzotti that is just, I can't confirm or deny that I still have it saved in my camera roll. Just, I love that. (laughs) It's in my favorites. (laughs) Beautiful. I'll send you the high quality versions then. Gorgeous. (laughs) I'm going to need you to shoot an FC Cincinnati match so we can get your pictures of Brandon Vasquez. I have shot them. Um, I shot them in preseason against the Union, and then I shot them when they were in Orlando City. I think I have some good photos I can show you guys of Brandon Vasquez. Ooh, he's, he's a he good looking so guy too. Handsome. He is. He is. It's so dumb. Like my out. soccer crush is now, unfortunately, out for the rest of the year. Oh, I know. I saw that, and I was like, "But I just nominated him." For we can still celebrate him. Yeah, we will. Um, do you want to <laughs> play some rapid fires with us? Yes. Okay. okay. You ready? Yeah. No pressure. Okay. What are some of your favorite soccer Twitter accounts and podcasts? Ah, okay. So I work for, uh, orange slices at slices soccer on all social media. That's also me on social for them. Uh, it is hosted by Heath Pierce and Mark McKenzie, a former national team player and a current national team player. And they interview different people from both the past and the present in us soccer. And it's super fun. They have great banter and you get inside scoop of what it's like to be an athlete in these different circumstances. Uh, the best soccer show is also another podcast that I help with. Um, it's Jason Davis and Jared Dubois and they talk about culture and American soccer. And it's literally a shit show every Sunday night. So funny. Um, and if you listen to the bonus show as a Patreon member, you get to hear me. So that's always a good thing. Um, I listen to extra time for all my MLS news, unused substitutes on Twitter. They're my boys. I love their podcast too. Oh God. I listen to too many soccer podcasts. Obviously you guys, but I don't know if that counts. Um, <laughs> it totally counts. It's fine. Uh, we'll allow it. Yeah. I was like, who else? Uh, Tom Boger is also great for all news and he's has an awesome mustache. So <laughs> that's all I can think of. Top of my head. I think those are the important things. Yeah. Okay. Um, who would you trust to take a high stakes PK? Oof. I know it's supposed to be rapid fire, but I watch so many different teams. It's so hard for me to think of. Um, well, I can't say Seba because he's missed a few PKs recently. So um, we won't. Sorry, Matt and Dan. Sorry guys. You guys know, you know, you know, um, let's see. I would probably say Christian Pulisic if it's like the national team. Okay. He's been pretty steady in that spot. That's a good answer. Which coach would you like to get a drink of your choice with? I'm, I'm having a uh, drink with Jim Curtin, uh, the Philadelphia Union. That man is one of my favorite people in the world. He is so funny. And how he is on camera is exactly how he is as a person, too. Uh, he's very genuine. And oh. he's a good guy. We would probably get something at a fun place in Philly, for sure. I like it. Who do you think is the most famous soccer player? Most famous? Yeah. Well, I'm a social media person, so technically the most famous person is probably Cristiano Ronaldo based on follower count alone. So I'm not saying he's my favorite player because he's not, but he's probably the most famous soccer player. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> he is so gross. Um, have you read any good soccer books? And if so, which are your favorites? Yes. Um, the one that Caitlin Murray wrote, about the nine, the women, uh, the ninety nine World Cup is super good. I can't think of the title off the top of my head, 
but and it's we just, will link it out. It's super good. I really recommend it. Uh, she spent a long time working on it and it's just really interesting read uh, just because that's something I was born in 98. So I don't remember it. And it's really nice to go back. She has individualized stories of like people recounting their experiences. And it just really shows how far the women's game has come in that 20 year span. Because like even now, like now we finally have equal pay or some sort like some sort of form of it compared to what they had there. They were late to their own game in the World Cup. Like, come on. It's just crazy. Not enough respect on women's mm. game. Hmm. No. You have to add it on the to read shelf for uh, a book club. Ooh. Yeah, I really enjoyed reading it. It was so good. Is there a match you wish you could relive? <sighs> Probably the Eastern Conference final from last year, uh, from the Rowdies and uh, Louisville. That was the most exciting experience that I've ever witnessed firsthand. Um, you could feel the emotion. I'm pretty sure me and a couple other photographers on the sideline were crying because we just like were so overcome um, being down to nothing and coming back literally in the final seconds of the day- game. And then because lucky is lucky, you know, so I don't know that the emotion of the crowd, it was a sold out game and there were so many high stakes. And then everyone was so emotional at the end of it because we got that trophy. Um, unbelievable. And Louisville lost. Which just makes everything better. Big perk. Always a bonus. <laughs> Big perk. Who is your favorite person or favorite group of people to watch soccer with? This is hard for me because I don't normally watch soccer with that many people because I am shooting it. But if I'm watching TV, I love watching it with my union fans back home, the Sons of Ben. Um, there's a couple of us who get together, like for the LAFC game on Sunday, there's a couple of us on Twitter spaces, just like shooting the shit and just talking about the game and goofing off. Um, there's just a good group of people who I've known for a long time. Uh, it's really fun to watch it with them. Which team (laughs) would you relegate if you could any, any league, if you could relegate Enter Miami, get them out of here. (laughs) that was said with a quickness i'm done she knows who she doesn't like they're bad and they cheat oh Oh. i like this shots fired (laughs) true if you're gonna cheat at least be good at it yeah exactly (laughs) that's the whole point like come on (laughs) um which is your harry potter house I used to believe that I was a ravenclaw because i'm a smarty party but i recently discovered that i'm probably a hufflepuff Oh, it's a good house. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is there anyone in your life that you met through soccer and probably wouldn't have met otherwise? Literally everyone in my life at this point. <laughs> um, I, there is a lot of drama in high school. So like I cut ties with all those people and uh, college was good. I moved away. So being down in Florida, basically all my friends at this point I've discovered through soccer and all my friends back home in Philly are through soccer too. It's, um, yeah, my whole life, I honestly dedicate to this sport, and it's given me back some good things, too. Oh, it really does. I get all emotional when I start talking about it. Like, even <laughs> us doing this podcast just for a few years, I feel like we have met some really incredible people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I count myself very fortunate for the people who have been involved in my life from this game. Who is a soccer crush you just don't understand and think shouldn't be a crush? <laughs> I talked about this earlier, but I'll say it again. Jake Lacava on the Rowdies. 
<laughs> he's not it. my type of guy. He's not like anything. I don't know. Maybe it's the swagger. Maybe it's him being a good soccer player, him having tattoos, but like something about him just like is a crush to me. Like my actual, my biggest soccer crush is Miles Robinson of Atlanta United, the men's national team. But like, that makes sense. He's a good looking man. Jake Lacava is not ugly. That's not what I'm saying. Like he's a cutie patootie, but he's like, fine. it's not what I would go for. So it's just, just like, don't get it. Yeah. Don't get it. So it doesn't make sense, but it's there. I get it. <laughs> if your soccer crush offered to take you out to dinner, where are you going and what are you ordering? Okay. Um, don't know exactly where we would go, but like we're both obviously in the Tampa Bay area. So, or, or we would be doing Miles Robinson. Okay. We'll do Miles Robinson instead. I don't know anywhere in Atlanta, but I'm always down for tacos and margs or grab a beer and just like get to know each other first. Um, I just eat everything. So <laughs> yeah, but Tom Miles Robinson, if you're listening and you know, a good taco place in Atlanta, <laughs> please let us know. And we will get you in touch with Morgan. Uh, Miles Robinson, if you're listening, if you need somewhere to rehab, Tampa's a lot nicer. <laughs> <laughs> True. Gosh, we need soccer dating app. We do. <laughs> that would make great. my life so much easier. <laughs> Which three soccer players do you want on your zombie apocalypse team? Okay. If you need a minute to think about it, I'm going to interject I, with a story. I when I Okay, go I, ahead. I, I asked this on the Rowdies pregame show. And we all had our different answers. And I said, Dayon Harris and Lawrence White. And I want to say Juan David Tejada. Um, the hair. I, he's fast, right? Like, he, oh, yeah, he's a speedy. And, so then after the match, like we meet Lawrence White. And I told him, I was like, oh, you're on my zombie apocalypse team. And his first reaction was, why? <laughs> just, just why? And you know what? You're right. Why, Lawrence Wife? Why are you on my zombie apocalypse? You've been relegated to zombie bait because you asked yeah. a question. Javon <laughs> like, Harris was like, oh, cool. I was like, you get a little <laughs> shitty in the midfield. Like, that's what you want in zombie apocalypse. And apparently he did not see that in himself. So, so he's gone. Goodbye. He has no faith in my zombie apocalypse team. So make it easier on myself. I might just choose Rowdy's guys. Because okay. if I'm thinking about the whole broad thing of soccer, it might be too hard. So I'm going Connor Antley. Because that boy likes to beat up on kids anyway, so might as well have him beat up. I have a lot of respect for him. <laughs> I love him. Um, who else would I choose from the Rowdies? Uh, CJ, the goalie. Mm-hmm. He's a big guy, and I feel like he could take on everyone. And then, hmm. Oh, you know what? I'm going to do a throw Forrest Lasso. Yeah. Honorably you would be well protected. I feel like I'd be like super well protected. <laughs> I feel like, team. yeah. Forrest can cook too. So I feel like if we get stranded, like he could like scounge for some things. I don't know. That's fair. Oh, absolutely. He's living in wilderness now. Like he's in Sweden or whatever. So he probably knows how to find food. There you go. (laughs) If you had the power to change, add, or remove any soccer rule, what would you change, add, or remove? Equal pay. Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Good one. Yeah. Um, who do you think has the best mascot and who do you think has the worst? Um, oh my God, mascots. It's so hard in the soccer world because most of them are so bad. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to pick a best one if they're all. Yeah, cool. no, honestly, I'm going to be a homer, but I love Fang from the Union. 
he has such a big personality and he's funny. Um, but worse, <laughs> I was in Nashville for the home opener. You and um, that their mascot is huge. Like, he's humongous. It's I super funny. Nashville's mascot is. It's an N? I don't know. It's, it's um, <laughs> some sort of like, it's a coyote. It's a coyote. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, the worst mascot. Uh, who was that? Like, who was Colorado? It was like the Rapid Man. That was so creepy looking. <laughs> I don't know that one either. I'm looking them both. At, okay, so yes, their mascot. So their ma- so. Nashville's mascot looks fine, and then when yeah, you see it's this person, bad. it's, it's humongous. It's giant when you're standing next to it. I was intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Here he is laying down with a ball. Okay. <laughs> no. Just his sexy picture. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready for soccer crush. Yeah. One of your French girls. If you could pick any match broadcast team, who would it be? It doesn't have to be a current broadcaster. It could be someone okay. that you want to broadcast because you think it would be funny. Oh, who would be funny at broadcasting? Okay, um, okay so I'm going to choose one funny and one serious. <laughs> <laughs> JP yeah. Telecamera. Right? The Rapid Man? Crazy. The Rapid Ooh, Man. Wow. That's no a way. lot. No me gusta. Yeah. That's a lot. Um, so JP Delacamera would be my serious. He's a great uh, commentator. He's done a lot of different international and local stuff, so it would be great. And then someone to balance him would probably... Who would be a or funny person in the world? I think like Zlatan oh would probably be pretty funny. As a commentator, none of these players are as good as Latan. Yeah, it's gonna be something like that. Latan He's like, you see this pass, this pass, this shit. This boy would, you know. I mean, Latan was out no there. Latan would have scored three goals by now. Three. Yeah. <laughs> always in third person, though, right? Yeah, when always. That, listen, when you're that talented, I feel yeah. like I want to know what he's like at home. Latan yeah. says, "Empty dishwasher." <laughs> I don't know. They probably have a housekeeper. He has money. I love it. Like with his kids and with his wife, like you think yeah. he's like chill. I feel like it's just a personality he puts I on. I think so too. I think he's probably yeah. just a regular guy, you know, a regular with a little bit of a, and I would day. say a co- <laughs> cocky guy. I think he's yeah, pretty I'm cocky sure in his is. real life. Yeah. yeah. He definitely I would be too humble. though. Yeah. I would be that too. If I was that. Yeah. Guy. My sister and I have often talked about how we wish we had as much confidence as Laton. Right. If I walked into the office and talked like him, everyone would think I was insane. If I had like one percent of his confidence, I would be like next level. You know, just imagine you have the confidence of any other mediocre white guy. Yeah, that's true. Nice. They sure think the world of themselves. Um, is there a match you wish you could have watched in person? Yeah, uh, Union first um, first playoff win against Red Bulls that came back from three nil. And one four three, um, and I was in the plane coming back from Rome when I was studying abroad. I was going from Rome to London. We touched down just in time for the second half of extra time, and I saw the winning goal. Uh, but I was I wish I was there in person for that one. That's quite a story. Like that's yeah, a lot right. Of I happened to land the perfect timing, and I was I started crying on the plane. Yeah. So. Well, As one does. At least you weren't clapping. <laughs> <sighs> Jess and I once watched FC Cincinnati on our iPads in the airport, and it was a lot more depressing. 
That's why you're crying. Different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, why am I doing this? I'm a fan of FC Cincinnati now. They got yeah, I know they're, they're, on their, they're on the winning streak. So Ray Gaddis is a good guy. Yeah. We've watched the rowdies at a wedding. We did two weddings. Two weddings. Two weddings. Yes. Listen, don't schedule your weddings during soccer time. Yeah, <laughs> people are dumb. Have your have your wedding on a Tuesday or something. Come right? on, yeah. that might <laughs> clash with the NWSL schedule though, because we hate women. Yeah. So yeah. Um, would you rather have a million dollars or a match worn worn kit from your favorite player? A million dollars because I can still buy one and have money left over. Boom. <laughs> what is one player that used to be at your club that you would bring back in a second? Um, Ray Gattis at the Philadelphia Union. <laughs> Not for skill level, just because we love him. Oh, thanks for sharing. Um, which team has the best fan base? That's really hard because I am such a homer. You can I'm going to say, I'm going to do outside of the Union and the Rowdies. Okay. I'm going to say I've been to a lot of away games, but not as a fan. So it's really hard to say, but I really enjoyed Nashville's fans. They worked really hard to get to their team to MLS mm-hmm. and they got them a good home stadium, you know? So um, when I was there, all the Nashville fans were more than welcoming and they hate their team just as much as we hate their team kind of thing. It's like you hate your team more than the, fa- the haters do. So uh, it was just like really good spirits when I was there. And it's probably like recency bias, but that's what I have. Mm. Who do you think has the worst fan base? New York City FC. Fair. Let's just talk January 6th. <laughs> Let's just yeah, call it what it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sorry, Brandon, if you're listening to this, but uh, a close friend of mine is actually a New York City fan. So Sorry besides you, not who was not there. Let's yeah. not go, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> True. If you could watch any two teams play each other at any stadium, who's playing and where? I want the Union and I want the Rowdies, which we almost got an open cup, which I'll be at tomorrow. But uh, yeah, my it's like my feel like they're my two teams now. I was only just ever a Union fan and moving down here, they kind of like embrace me as a Rowdies fan. So I'm like, Rowdies are die kind of now. And they never have to play each other. So I never have to worry about picking sides. That's fair. I will choose the Union over them every time though. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your most hated soccer team? And can you say something nice about them? New York City FC. Tati Castellanos is really freaking good. He doesn't deserve to be there. No, you do he deserve some. Go somewhere else, Tati. He's also very pretty. He is. He's also my age, which really sh- like shocks me. I'm like, you look like you're like 30. What's that about 30 year olds? <laughs> no, nothing bad about 30 year olds. I'm just saying he doesn't look 23. That's fair. Um, have you ever seen a good referee during a match? I mean, if they're not talking about how bad the rest were, that means the rest were good, you know? So you don't notice it until they're bad. So I'm sure I have. Yes. But you always remember the bad ones. Always. Guido Gonzalez. See? And you hold a grudge against them. And it's fair. It was a well-earned grudge. Seven yellows and two reds. Yeah. See? You, you don't forget. Dallas deserved his red card. You don't forget your your most hated breath. <laughs> and the final question that we have for you, Morgan, who is your soccer crush? 
How's Robinson? <laughs> I ruined that question before. I feel so bad. <laughs> no, no, that's no, okay. Literally what we're here for. It's good to confirm it. So, you know. He is Atlanta United. Um, also U.S. Men's National Team. He cute. He's cute. He is cute. Anthony Robinson is also really cute. But he's married. <laughs> well, not married. They're engaged and have a baby. So I don't really want to be a homewrecker. Families fall apart all the time. You can just you can just appreciate them for being cute, or you could just wreck families, like, like Trisha has put up. <laughs> she said she's sorry. She needs a moment. Hazy <laughs> Robinson, if you're listening to this, we apologize for offending you and your future wife. <laughs> Morgan, where can our listeners find you on social media? Yeah, on Twitter, I am at Morgan Tenza, M-O-R-G-A-N-T-E-N-C-Z-A. And on Instagram, you can follow me at uh, Morgan Tenza Photo, spelled the same way with the photo at the end. Um, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to you plug your podcast that you're involved with one more time so folks can yeah. check those out? For sure. So I run a couple of different social media accounts for different podcasts for my work. So uh, at Slice of Soccer across all social media um, for the best soccer show, it's at the best soccer show on Instagram and then at Besties Soccer on Twitter um, and follow USWNT only on both. Uh, I run that account too. So you are. Well, I follow a few of those. <laughs> Woo! I'm everywhere. Well, thank you for being here with us. It was yes. the most fun. And you know, if you ever make it to Cincinnati, you are again people here. Yeah. Yes. Again. Again. But we would actually go to a match this time. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Beth will be there. We I, will be there. Yes. And if you guys come down to Tampa again, we will we're meeting up at Corrigan's. Yes. We always at Corrigan's. We will be there. Agreed. Beth will be there. More recently, though, more. I won't be making it to a match, but I'll be down Aww. in the area in June. I know. I wish I was, but we're only staying Monday to Friday. Ah, uh, it's, no. it's a nice place to stay without a Rowdy's game, too. Yeah, well, just adds to the fun. Yes. <laughs> well, this has been the most fun. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, so fun! I think we should go talk some crushes, you guys. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, that's it for this time, crushes. Thank you for hanging out with us and a massive thank you to Morgan for hanging out and sharing her soccer love story. She's the best. She really is. Love her. Um, Don't forget, we have Thirst Trap content on both Twitter and Instagram and you should follow us if you're not already doing so at soccer underscore crush. And of course, thank you for listening to Soccer Soccer Crush.